Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, where we look at the latest comics and other media featuring the Transformers. In this episode, we continue to explore Skybound's new Duke miniseries with a review of issue number two. Will this miniseries tell us how Duke will go from a loner and fugitive to the founding leader of G.I. Joe in the Energon universe? Today is Friday, February 2nd, 2024, and this is episode 375 of Transmissions Alt Mode. Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, the podcast that's going to have to spend a little more time on the G.I. Joe Wikipedia as we review the Energon universe. I'm your host, Charles, a.k.a. Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team. Jeremy, a.k.a. Yakko. Yo, Joe. The amazing and awesome producer and editor, Mike. Yo, Steve. And Daryl, the Cybertronian beast. That was Snake Eyes. <laughs> Snake Eyes is not I mean, the best podcaster. I'm not. I'm not even. I don't. Does my slogan even apply to this episode anymore? Do we have anything Transformers to talk about? Let's talk Transformers, please. Can we? Please. Can we? Please. Uh, you get you get one line in the comic. <laughs> yes, uh, we are uh, we are branching out a little bit, but it's still it's in the shared universe. So we, you know, you didn't complain this much about Void Rivals, Daryl. <laughs> there were at least a couple pages. All right. As always, we start off the show by thanking our Donatrons, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. Thank you all so much for your continuing contributions. It really helps us keep this show going. If you'd like to become a Donatron, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support. That's where you can sign up. Of course, we've got uh, lots of bonus stuff for all our Donatrons. We've got our bonus show, We Like Big Bots. All 12 episodes available on our Patreon page. Uh, that's starring Daryl and Dr. Pants, where they talk about all the big bots in their collections. So you can check those out. More episodes coming soon. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. Yes. Going plan about Storm Shadow, uh, Surgeon Slaughter, um, you know, big, big bots. For a second, it sounded like you said surgeon slaughter. <laughs> his brother. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. <laughs> All right. And of, of course, we've also got our Transformers Live Play RPG podcast, Empire of Rust. Empire of Rust Season 3, just announced, will be starting on March 11th of this year so uh just mm-hmm. another month or so and uh, that's right new empire of rust the daryl chronicles <laughs> <laughs> uh we've still got our continuing uh rust uh, sp- sideshow the rusted files we've got three more episodes of the rusted files to get out before we resume season three of empire of rust so uh stay tuned for those 
episodes 10 11 and 12 will be coming very soon within uh, the next month uh 10 was it did have a bit of a delay you can watch uh the main transmission show where mike explains what happened there uh but uh, we'll be getting that out very soon it should actually be going up as you're listening to this it should be going up uh in the next couple of days so uh, we'll get episode 10 up and then episode 11 will be right after it'll be just a week after that so you won't have to wait extra long for episode 11 and then episode 12 of course at the end of february and then we roll right in to the brand new season of empire of rust so, lots of good mike, stuff. mike will season three of empire of rust have gi joe in it well no it's called the daryl chronicles so we we definitely don't have any gi joe fantastic i'm in <laughs> although you might not want to listen to rustford files just saying i don't know what you're talking about i've, I've listened to every episode of everything of course so far of course you yeah. have a huge supporter of the show <laughs> i have listened to every episode of we like big bots that's right good he, close, he closes his eyes because it's a video show, so he just listens. <laughs> I can't be I can't be bothered to look at it. <laughs> <You're> crazy. <laughs> Most of my YouTube consumption is just listening to it while I'm doing other things. Uh, all right. I wish we supported our own shows. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl, um, you got a face for radio. Uh, we've also got our uh, Toy Hacks. We've got a new code for February to save 15% off at toyhacks.com. Use that code LOVETFS. So L-O-V-E-T-F-S. LOVETFS at toyhacks.com. You'll get 15% off your entire order. And, uh, of course, we've still got our Skybound Transformers number 1 comic that is available on our website at transmissionspodcast.com slash comic. So you want these custom cover with artwork by EJ Sue that is uh, available right now. And of course you can, uh, you can order it from our website and you can designate pickup at TFCon LA since Daryl and I will be at TFCon LA and EJ Sue will be at TFCon LA. So you can go get that book signed by EJ Sue uh, at TFCon LA. So check that out. Okay, uh, since we're doing, this is our review show, so we're just doing a comic review for this episode of Transmissions Don't Load, so let's jump right into it. We have feedback after. Oh, that's true. Yeah. All right, much to Daryl's dismay, we are continuing our review of Duke. So this is the new Skybound G.I. Joe reboot comic that is part of the shared universe with the Transformers, the, the Energon universe, as it is called. Uh, but yeah, I, I got to be honest, Daryl is correct. There is not a whole lot of Transformers in this book. Uh, you might even say there are no Transformers in this book. Uh, but uh, we are, we do want to, continue forward with the energon universe so we want to we want to get a full picture of the energon universe so we're going to keep looking at them uh this is duke issue number two so continuing that miniseries and uh 
let's get into the story. Uh, Duke number two. Duke number two, written by Joshua Williamson, art by Tom Riley, colorist Jordi Belair, letters Russ Wooten, editors Sean Makowitz and Jonathan Manning. There's a lot of covers. We're not going into the covers. We we don't. Skybound has broken us for, with with the cover situation, so we're not discussing covers anymore. So, you guys, if you guys have comments about any covers you liked in particular, let us know. But yeah, we're uh, we're skipping that. They also don't provide us images of all the covers like IDW did. Yeah. So. All right. At an auto junkyard and garage called Manny's Mean Machines, the owner, Lance J. Steinberg, a.k.a. Clutch, reads the morning news on his smartphone. The top headline is how a soldier and real American hero, Conrad Hauser, a.k.a. Duke, is wanted for murder. Clutch can't believe what his old friend has gotten into, but he shrugs it off. Clutch goes into his trailer to pour a cup of coffee and is surprised to find his old friend Duke sneaking up on him from behind. He's happy to see him, but asks what he's doing here. Duke figured that the cops and feds would start looking for people from his army days, but not his old friends from way back. They're interrupted by a woman who walks out of Clutch's bedroom just waking up. She heard Clutch scream and wanted to see what the trouble was. Clutch assures her there's nothing wrong and introduces her to Duke. But the introduction goes wrong when he can't remember her name. She slaps Clutch across the face and quickly leaves in anger. Duke is amused at his friend's shenanigans, but then doubles over in pain. He's still pretty hurt from the shots he took and jumping out of a window to escape the police at Dr. Burkhart's house. Clutch grabs his old friend and supports him as they walk to Clutch's garage and workshop. Clutch patches up Duke's wounds and removes some bullets while Duke tells him the whole story. Clutch doesn't quite believe the whole jet turning into a giant robot thing, but he trusts Duke enough to know he doesn't just make stuff up. Clutch starts tinkering with the device Dr. Burkhart, Burkhart gave Duke to see if that might have the key to some answers. Clutch is determined that the device is a tracker that can link to all the technology Dr. Burkhart worked on. After fiddling with it some more, he activates a holographic projector that shows a 3D view of the Earth. There's a red dot somewhere in the U.S. Southwest that indicates where Dr. Burkhart's tech is located. Unfortunately, it looks like the device might be a two-way street. The, uh, or sorry. Unfortunately, it looks like the device tracker might be a two-way street. Somewhere else, a man in the shadows, who is clearly Destro, sits in his chair in front of a fire. On his armrest, a console beeps right at the same time Duke's tracker was activated. Back at the garage, Duke asks if Duke. Oh, back at the garage, Clutch asks if Duke will seek out his family next. Duke rejects that idea as it's too dangerous, even for his brother. He already took a risk contacting Clutch. As they walk through the junkyard, they don't know that they're walking into an ambush. A soldier sets up a boombox and gets his machine gun ready to make some noise. Suddenly, Rock and Roll opens fire, blasting one of Clutch's classic muscle cars to oblivion. Clutch and Duke hit the deck and run back into the garage. Rock and Roll calls out to the two to come out and catch the waves. They do just that as they bust through the closed garage door in a Humvee and drive away to escape. Rock and Roll is impressed, but he's still got some tricks up his sleeve. He sends two machine gun equipped drones chasing after the car, firing continuously. 
While Clutch drives frantically to escape, Duke realizes that the drone's aim is bad on purpose because they're being herded into a trap. But the realization comes two seconds too late as expert sniper Stalker fires two precision shots, blowing out both front tires of the Humvee. Clutch and Duke crash into a pole with Clutch knocked unconscious. Duke gets out of the car ready for a fight with his assailants, but Stalker tries to talk him down first. He tries to get Duke to come quietly, but Duke is not listening. Stalker says, fine, have it your way. He easily avoids Duke's punch and delivers a roundhouse kick, knocking Duke to the ground. Duke tries to get up and fight back, but he's done after another kick. Clutch and Duke wake up at the pit, a decommissioned military facility. Stalker tells them they use it now as a safe house for high-risk prisoners before they are transported, and puts them in a cell. Stalker tells him he can't be on the run, and if he wants to see this through, he needs to trust the system. Duke is enraged, and he yells that the system didn't trust him, so why should he believe anything they say? Stalker and Rock and Roll aren't listening as they walk away, but someone else is. In the next cell over, a beautiful dark-haired woman addresses Duke. He says they share a common goal since they both want freedom, so maybe they should work together to get it. Looks like the Baroness has arrived in the Energon universe. To be continued. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm interested in in how the secu- the conspiracy is going to go. I wonder, like, just how much, like, I'm, I'm getting the feeling that Hawk captured Duke, but isn't actually doesn't actually think Duke is a murderer and is going to kill everything. He's just like deciding if he's going to actually bring duke in on the the actual conspiracy because he i think hawk knows that all the stuff that duke saw is is real and whatever's going on he's gonna he's trying to get duke to lead his team you know because we know that's where it's going to end up where duke's going to be leading the gi joe team so i'm curious how that's going to go forward it does look like I'm I'm curious as to why the Baroness is here already. Uh, I mean, I wonder if I, I mean, we've seen. I, I watched that Energon Universe trailer video that you guys talked about last week, um, and it looks like the the trailer seemed to imply that the Baroness was on the GI Joe team, working with Duke and the other GI Joe guys. So I wonder if if that's going to be the angle they're going with here. Um, of course, from the '80s, the Baroness is, is Destro's girlfriend mm-hmm. lover the vi- villain and everything uh she was i guess she was kind of a brainwashed villain in the gi joe live action movie if, if anyone remembers that i don't know if they're if they're gonna continue that it's for some reason in this story i don't know but I feel like I she's a character she that's always kind of been able to play both sides if she wanted to in the, the 80s comic, they, that was kind of the story arc they did with her as well. Like, uh, she kind of betrayed Cobra and got brainwashed by them. Um, like, literally, they had, they had a, a machine called, like, like, that actually brainwashed people. I mean, mm. it was the 80s, we expect, right? <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, then then maybe, maybe that's going to be something that will carry forward into the Energon universe. But, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it's interesting. Of course, I was not familiar with Clutch. I didn't remember Clutch from the 80s, but I did look him up and he is one of the G.I. Joe team members. 
uh, of course, the mechanic of the G.I. Joe team. So clearly that's that those attributes are carrying forward in this comic where he's has an auto shop, a junkyard and is good with cars and stuff. So uh, and he also is a bit of a like a ladies man, a kind of a, a male chauvinist pig is, is, is how he was portrayed in the 80s cartoon or, or comic. So uh, that was also a little bit of hint of that here, too. So. um that was interesting. Of course, uh, Stalker and Rock and Roll are, are here. Uh, they have a, you know a little bit of action here. I really, I really like the like Stalker shooting out the tires to show how 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 accurate his sniper uh, abilities are. That was a pretty cool scene. That's something uh, that always a- annoys me whenever I see like a a chase scene in like movies and stuff where someone's shooting. Like you never see them go for the tires, and that seems like an yeah. obvious thing to do. So I, I enjoyed seeing that here. Yeah. Uh, this was like, I mean, it, it is a, it's, it's a standard 20 page comic. So it feels a little bit short just cause it's such a, you know, there's not a whole lot of, of story. It's like the setup at the junkyard, uh, immediately the conflict with stalker and rock and roll. And then he's in jail and that's it. So, um, Looking forward to see where this goes in the in the next issue. But uh, yeah, it was not a lot of <laughs> one mention of of Starscream as uh, you know Duke talking about how he saw the the plane turn the jet turn into a robot. So yeah, we're not we're we're getting a tenuous connection to the rest of the Energon universe here. So um, hopefully that will that will boomerang back around as the as the story goes forward because we do have. A little bit more connection with Cobra Commander having uh, having access to Megatron uh, in their series in his series, so we'll see. Overall, it's yeah, kind of meh for me. I'm you know since we're despite uh, despite what we're doing to Daryl, I, I don't think we're any of us are the biggest GI Joe fans, but we are. You know, I'm interested in seeing where the story goes, but yeah, so far. This issue was was not uh, amazing for me, <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna give it over to Daryl first. Let it, let him get it out of his system. Uh, <laughs> let us know what you, what you think of this. Wait, what are what are you doing to me? Torturing me? Is that what you're doing? Yes, um, we're torturing you by making you read it. Read a comic for ten minutes that has nothing to do with Transformers. Uh I, I I could give two shits about what happened in this comic book. This this was uh like I know who Duke is. Um and that was the only character that I knew going into this book. Um I did not know who the characters were that came to get him. Uh, I had some inkling that that was the Baroness at the end of the issue, but I did not know. I could not. I mean, I, I had it. I had. I was pretty sure, but like, who else would it would it have been, right? Um, but uh, yeah, this and the, and his buddy. I had no idea who that was. Is that a is that a GI Joe guy? Like his buddy? Yeah, I, I had to look it up. I I did not 
Clutch is Clutch is a GI Joe guy. Yes. Okay. So I had no I, idea I had who that was either. So, yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. This I, I don't know. My ignorance for GI Joe clearly shows uh, when I read these books. Um, this, uh, as we talked about with uh, the Cobra Commander book, uh, you need some type of base to get into these books. Um, so it's, I mean, if I take away my prejudice, then it was kind of fun. The, uh, you know, rock and roll was, you know, having a good time, you know, blowing shit up and stuff. And that's kind of fun and that's action packed and whatnot. Um, and then the little, little car chase, whatever, that was kind of fun. But, uh, all the other stuff, this conspiracy, whatnot, it would, it would be fun. And it, and they've done stuff like that in Transformers comics, but it, it, unless I'm into the characters and I know who can do what and who's capable of what, then I'm not super into this. You know, I, I'm reading it cause you're forcing me to, um, but uh, I am not super, you know, enjoying it. I'm not really enjoying this at all. So um, yeah, I'm not, it's not taking away from the book. I'm sure it was a, a great book. I'm sure GI Joe fans, are probably, you know, over the moon with what's happening with their property right now, right? Are are they? Does anybody have any kind of information on that? Do, does GI Joe fans know that there's a comic book? Can GI Joe fans read? Do we know that? Are, are they sure? Oh. <laughs> are we sure? They have the Larry Hama book. That's true. Now you're, just, now you're just going out of your way to insult people for no reason. <laughs> um, but. Uh, I, I will say, like, I don't, I think this book is not, like, in terms of needing context, it doesn't need as much context as Cobra Commander needed. Like, this book, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's a pretty straightforward story. Like, we know Duke's on the run from the last issue. Yes. He found an old friend and the guys who were chasing him caught up to him. I mean, it's, it's yeah. not a complicated story. Yeah. If you don't know any of the characters, that's fine because they're going to be introduced in this comic. So, you know, it, that's okay. From my point of view, this comic did not need the the setup that Cobra Commander needed when it introduced it, introduced Cobra Law and didn't provide any context. Right. No, and I all agree with that. It's you know, um, if you stick with the the problem with some of these, um, this is the same kind of problem I had when uh, IDW tried to do the shared universe with Micronauts and Rom and uh action man and i think gi joe in there too right mm -hmm. like yep. with with all the other shared properties mask, mask. as well right mm -hmm. when they combined all that stuff was it was too many characters way too fast that i had no knowledge of right so if they continue with the i know this is a four issue mini right like there's only four issues five. in this oh it's five, five okay issue. so yeah, next month if they if they <laughs> thanks if they stick with the 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 a small cast then it'll be a lot easier for me to kind of you know wrap my brain around the the characters of, in, in this book but and and remember them going forward when they get integrated into whatever main GI Joe book you know sprouts from these two but mm -hmm. um 
if they go on and like in issue three introduce you know the full army of you know commandos that are are you know behind you know uh general flint or whatever um hawk whatever hawk whatever his name is Flint's a Flint, different Flint was yeah Flint was a different character <laughs> see that's my problem so if they if they produce all these characters that uh, you're supposed to now get a handle on uh, it will it will cause me a lot of headaches and I will not care so they need to keep the cast small and manageable for people like myself and new readers who do not know all the characters off by heart. Like I know all the Transformers characters, like we all know them, right? Because we're in the fandom, in the, in the community all the time. So yeah, that's just kind of my take on it. If they can keep it small, it'll be a lot easier for me by the end of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and I think, I think they are, I mean, at least so far, it doesn't seem like they've, they've introduced a ton of characters yet it's it's pretty it's a pretty small cast so far so seems to be fairly organic in how they are introducing people too yeah Mm -hmm. all right mike uh how 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 has the 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 uh duke and cobra commander books been treating you so i guess i have a a question before i i talk about any of this is this support so this is not supposed to be a prequel or anything. This is supposed to take place yeah. concurrently with yeah. Transformers number one. It spins out after the issue of Transformers where Starscream, uh, you know, killed Duke's friend. Right. Yeah. And it's actually, there's a, there's a bit of a time skip because... You know, it's like six months in, later. Yeah. In the first issue of Duke, it said six months later after that event in Transformers number two. So we can assume that the transformers have not fully revealed themselves after their initial awakening, because apparently people still don't know that they exist. Hmm. Wow. Okay. All right. So I'll, I'll just kind of give my, my overall thoughts on the, on the, the book just kind of meh for me i'm not going i'm not going to repeat a lot of what uh what daryl says because i'm not as invested into to gi joe as as other people will as other people are but i will say say this the book itself at least the action within it does it it felt like a military operation it felt like if the if the military wanted to catch this one guy who's like on the run and you know he's just it's just one dude, just one guy. It would be, it seems like it would be fairly easy for a fairly well-trained military unit, even if it's just a unit of two people, to bring this guy down. And like the the action, like the military part of this felt like it really worked. It felt like, like okay, they tracked him to, to where he was visiting Clutch, and then they herded him to, to where they needed to be. And then that was that. They caught him. Pretty simple, pretty straightforward. So, in that respect, you know that that makes a lot of sense. At the same time, though, like I do, I think I have a bit more familiarity with some of these characters than than Daryl does. But it just seems like okay, this is supposed to be Duke. This is supposed to be like the like the you know like the field commander of the GI Joe team, and they seem to bring him down really easily. Like it seems that he had almost. Like no skills. <laughs> well, I mean, like, he, he is suffering from multiple bullet wounds and stuff. 
Eh, excuses. <laughs> and he just he just walked away from a car crash. Yeah. <laughs> where he, apparently he was not wearing a seatbelt. It's fucking G.I. Joe, you know. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, like I said, it just it just seems like it was I mean, it seems like it was easy, but also at the same time, like it shouldn't have been. So I don't I don't was I on for the, the review of the first issue? I don't think so. Okay. I don't remember though. So short version on that, I, I kinda like what they did with you know, with like making him having to kind of figure out what's going on here. But I mean, this is six months after the Transformers show up. This is six months like it feels like they would be putting together a team to to deal with this kind of thing. Wait, hold on a second here. I, I, I think I'm jumping ahead of myself. So, who is GI Joe supposed to fight in this universe? Well, right now GI Joe hasn't been officially established yet, but presumably it will be. So, I mean, I mean who's Destro we, and? Yeah, we, like we, the only hints we have so far are like Destro has this Mars Corporation that is doing some illegal arm to arms development that Duke stumbled onto. Um, but you know, that's not you know in the re, in the real world we don't send the army to go take down a corporation in in the United States <laughs> like that's usually something for like the feds or the police to do yeah um also, yeah, so also I, I mean with comics nowadays too a lot of books have really kind of gotten away from the idea of fighting like terrorists you know not like mm-hmm. like classic like 80s kind of terrorists that were always the 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 others this this other group that had no bearing or no impact on the United States, it was always this this effectively this this alien entity alien civilization alien they just just again not they went through great pains to dehumanize the the terrorist in the eighties. Well, I mean, Cobra Law. That's that's that, I think that's what they're doing here. Yeah, maybe. It- I mean, I, I, we just don't have enough pieces yet. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we'll, yeah. we'll have to wait and see. This is still just issue two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're not we're not getting like the original GI. Like, it's not like Transformers where they're just kind of rebooting the the original Transformers story and and coming from a place where everyone's familiar with that story where the art crash lands and all that and they're woken up mm. and all that stuff. This GI Joe is going. We're like it. We're like a GI Joe zero or negative one where we don't we don't even have gi joe together yet we don't have cobra together yet we have no idea how those two teams are going to form we have no idea what they're going to be fighting over we have no idea how they're going to integrate with the transformers if or interact with them at all if they are going to interact at all uh i mean i mean i think that if I, okay and again i mean jeremy you're, you're right like there we just don't have enough pieces to really know what the like you know what's coming down the line but just from my point of view on this, like if G.I. Joe is established to to deal with things like like alien threats and stuff like that, well, they've you know, it, they've they've been here for like six months and it's just now making a response to this. And it's just I mean, the timeline so far just feels 
bizarre. Yeah. And it would be nice to have a lot more stuff laid out once, you know, towards the end of the series. But I kind of feel like in modern time for GI Joe to work well, it needs to be some sort of multinational force, not just American. And yep. we'll, yep. we'll see where they go with this. But like, as of right now, we're just seeing this is an American military operation, but GI Joe doesn't even exist yet. Yeah. These are, these are just other American military people tracking down Duke. Yeah. I don't know. I, so I, I guess the the overall my overall thought is like okay the this issue and the previous one were fairly well written and as you know as stories they they were fine. I'm certainly not invested in the characters and I think that might be why I'm having some trouble with it. It's just I I don't yeah like I just I don't care about these these characters right now. And maybe they will. Maybe I will by the end of it. And maybe it's just you know I'm I'm gonna continue reading to the end of the, this miniseries certainly, but I'm just I'm just not invested in what Duke and what uh, what Duke and what Stalker and what uh, uh, Rock and Roll are doing or what Hawk is doing. I'm just not I'm just not invested in it. And I don't know if that's a failing on on my part, just because I'm not into the property as much, or if it's just not like the comic is just not pulling me in in an effective way that's fair so i will we'll have to see i mean i think yeah it's definitely it's a big contrast with i mean and of course we're biased we're all transformers fans we're biased but the the transformers book hooked me right away like those those first uh three issues it just went from for me they went from strength to strength like every every issue was adding things and issue four was continued that pattern so you know hmm. uh, of course transformers had a you know it it has a more it's coming from a more kind of familiar place uh it's you know it, it's basically taking the bones of the original more than meets the eye storyline from the first cartoon and and going out from that and then and then adding a lot of depth and and uh, and new ideas on top of that, but you have that core that everyone's familiar with. Um, with GI wonder... Joe, it's a little it's 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 just tougher. They're they're not doing they're not taking the same route. And yeah, I mean, and I'm not being a GI Joe big GI Joe fan. It's it's not as interesting for me. I wonder if GI Joe fans are. Or I should say, non Transformers fans have, would have the same issue with the Transformers book, and, and granted, you know they'd have to have some passing familiarity <clears throat> with G One and an understanding of, oh, hey, here are Transformers, here's the stuff that they do. I mean, I, I follow a lot of general comics like YouTube and stuff, and mm-hmm. there are a lot of people that are buying it, not being Transformers fan, but fans of Daniel Warren Johnson, and they are loving the book. Okay. You know, it's like All right. loving it in spite of it being Transformers. They're, you know, the story and everything is working for them. Because I think like, the G.I. Joe, this G.I. Joe series, the, the Duke and to a lesser extent Cobra Commander, it feels a little bit like early IDW for the Transformers, like the Escalation series, when like we just, we didn't know anything about this, this new universe. And 
like we stuck with it because we're Transformers fans. We wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt and we wanted to support the property. But like, I, I get that same kind of vibe where it just, it, it wasn't really like a pull you in, like a really a strong pull you in quick kind of story. It felt like a very slow burn. And I, I don't know if that's, if that's a good or a bad thing on this. Um, I mean, Jeremy, like it, the, in your, in your, or, you know, seeing uh, uh, other people react to like, the G.I. Joe book, are fans, are G.I. Joe fans reacting positively to it? I mean, yeah, I just glanced around his tank while you guys were talking, and that that's a fairly large, it's like TFW 2005's G.I. Joe side of things. And okay. they seem to be pretty happy, even with the Cobra Law stuff, from, from my brief looking. I mean, okay. it seems like they're, less happy with the Larry Hama book at this point, but they're, they're really? enjoying this stuff. Wow. So I don't know. I mean, we, we should probably try to find some, you know, GI Joe podcaster and have them on and talk about it. I think that would be really interesting. Yeah. That actually be a really cool, like uh, a really cool crossover on that one. Yeah. Ah, crossover, a Canadian's crossover. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like I'd, I'd really be interested to, to hear kind of like from a GI Joe collector's perspective like whether or not they're they're feeling the same way about this book that we would feel about transformers i mean i think we can all agree we were complaining about the way idw kind of forced the continuity to try to work i mean like their their gi joe continuity and transformers continuity were separate until they hmm. decided they didn't want it to be separate and then you had to really mess with the timeline to make some things work and for, for, you know, everything else you can say about this, this is being done from the ground up with the integration plan from the start. So at least that one thing that we were asking for with the IDW universe is now happening here. Hmm. True. Yeah, that's really all I got for it. Um, it's, it seemed pretty well written not really invested in it but i'll yeah I'll, I'll i'll stick with it for the next couple of issues but i'm i'm hoping that something more happens to to get me invested in this and uh i mean we I, we didn't really say much about the art but i thought the art was was really great i thought every all the characters looked were really well rendered the action scenes were well done uh and everything like the everything was composed really well that we had that one two page spread with the the truck breaking out of the garage i thought that was really cool uh so mm -hmm. art was all all good there yeah it was very like the the art in the duke book has been uh, a high point for me like the the cobra commander book it wasn't i, I wasn't as big on that art but i've been liking this and you know, I think I agree with everyone that this particular issue wasn't the best, but it is clearly still a setup issue. And I trust Joshua Williamson after following him on his flash run, which was really long and, you know, planting seeds early on that pay off much later. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, to seeing where this goes and, I think it's going to 
end up being a, a positive and maybe even make their all enjoy in the shoe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but yeah. I just noticed on uh, on the pages there when they show uh, Clutch's uh, uh, degree from MIT, it says uh, the, the degree of Bachelor of Science in, and then it's blank. Yeah, I, I was I saw that too. <laughs> I was wondering if that was just something that was left out of the the preview, like the review copy we had, or if that's something story wise, you know, that he didn't actually finish and he just got this blank degree. So mm. I mean, we'll have to see when the, the actual comic comes out this week. Yeah, I did. I noticed that too. Yeah, it's weird. All right. Well, those are our thoughts on Duke number two. And um, we might get Transformers number five next week. I, I don't know what the, the schedule is. is. Is that... It's come. It's usually coming like the first week in February and and first week of the month. So that's the first week in February is next month is next week. No, it's not so, next week. Uh, okay. Um. So and it's not the it's not the seventh of February. Uh, it is the fourteenth. It's Valentine's Day is when uh, Transformers uh, number five comes out. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Well, we'll be there talk about that mm-hmm. all right uh well that's it for our review of duke number two let's uh finish up the show with some feedback all right uh so we do have a voicemail from our do our masterpiece donatrion john 4x good and uh i think Daryl's going to be excited about this one. So let's give it a listen. Hey guys, John 4X, Levin Good here. I got your back on something, Daryl. I got your back on Beast, watching the original Beast Wars cartoon, uh, mostly because the animation does kind of suck. I love the story, and I, I have watched it myself. However, I agree with you on that, that uh, it is hard to watch, especially when you're used to more modern animation. So, I just want you to know, I do have your back on some things, just not everything. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> He's still making you read the Duke and Cobra Commander books, Daryl. So you're not get, you're not getting out of that. I mean, I'll take it where I can get it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the uh, yeah that uh, that animation is not not no good. Um, I wanted to point out, I was talking to uh, an employee at uh, um, my uh, LCS, and uh, she had mentioned that this past week, her and her partner just started watching uh, Beast Wars, and she wanted to ask me some questions. And I'm like, <laughs> well, you can ask. I said, I've never watched it all the way through, but I, I can give you some pointers, and I, can, I know the most of the story just because I've been in the fandom for a long time. And she's like, I've been, I'm at episode 11 right now in season, season one. And, uh, she's like, blah, 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 this and blah, 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 that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, stick with it. Cause you know, there's di- different things happen through the rest of the season. And then the season two things change and then season three things change. And then, so I'm giving her some tips, but she's, she's enjoying the story. Uh, but I said, I haven't watched it. She's like, why didn't you watch it? And I said, I've seen episodes specifically, 
but I can't stand the animation. I cannot sit there and watch the animation. She's like, oh yeah, no, it's bad. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I'm getting a little bit of agreeing from her, but she is still watching it uh, kind of ironically. Um, I mean, if you like the story, you can suffer through the animation. Yeah, I don't want to suffer. I feel I feel like we're like it's not like it's not like stabbing you in the eyes. It's just old animation. It's not yeah. it's not actually it's not actually badly done. It was just that was the technology they had thirty you know twenty five thirty years ago. That I was mean, that was you, all that you they go, had. You go back and watch an old Looney Tunes cartoon, and you see the same background go you know past them like three or four times. Mm-hmm. What yeah, they but did somehow that was better. No, no. <laughs> Every time they were going to go pick up an object, it was a different color from the similar objects in the background. Mm-hmm. It's, it's still better. No. It's not timeless. It's definitely not timeless. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, like, if you look at old, like, to, hand-drawn 2D animation is timeless. Like, it still looks good today as it did 50, 60 years ago. I mean, that that's true. But the computer animation is, like, it, it's based on technology, and the technology gets better it gets exponentially mm-hmm. better after every you know every few years oh so, sure yeah they need the old to tech, not like they need to dig up the the animation models and stuff and have someone <laughs> use a modern rendering engine to recreate this animation Be- beast wars remastered yeah <laughs> the um, but yeah i mean the go animation look at the, in, um, uh, the first toy story is really starting to get dated now too mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah yeah that was the same go- same time Go back to the '80s and look at the um, the Money for Nothing video. Look at that animation. That could be, that's like the first instance of like of computer animation. There, that looks just look at ridiculous. the G One Transformers episodes. You know, like, there's a lot of shit in there. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I was I was talking about computer animation just specifically, but yeah, I mean, yeah, cheap two D animation it sometimes doesn't. Hold. I mean, look at anything from Hanna Barbera. It's uh, some of it is rough. You know. They had so they had a certain style, um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it it gets harder and harder to watch that those Beast Wars episodes uh, if you are a visual person. So, yeah. All right, Beast Wars is still great though. Yeah, everyone. If I mean, if you, it's old animation, but it's still it's great. It's a great show. All right. But still yeah. better than those machinima shows. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no excuse for those shows. <laughs> All right, well, uh, that takes us to the end of this episode of Transmissions Alt Mode. As always, we give a shout out to our masterpiece donatrons. Those are the folks who continue to support the podcast at our highest level on Patreon. So that's why they get a mention in every episode. So thank you once again to John Forex Eleven Good and Demon Tech Eighty Two. You guys are awesome, and thank you to Mike for coming on this week. Uh, we'll all be waiting with bated breath for season three of Empire of Rust. Check that out at transmissionspodcast.com/slash/rust. Uh, anything else uh, you want to show off while you while we got you here? Oh, that's just that. Just uh, keep on listening to Empire Rust. Uh, you know, give us some feedback. You know, join up the Discord and everything, and uh, just yeah, keep on listening. All right, and everyone, keep watching and listening to transmissions and transmissions alt mode. 
we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, y'all. Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.